Hey everyone, welcome back to A Journey Through the Gospels with the Catholic Forge. This is Eric, and this week, joined by Lucas Hamswisher of Good Morning Guys Podcast Lore. Hello. Would, would fame, is fame a better way to say it? Lore or fame? I don't know. Fame seems awful big. I'm not, we're we're like 26, 27 episodes into our, <laughs> the life of our podcast. We're not yet to fame levels. Well, uh, here you are from there. And so we want to reciprocate the love, show love uh, to you and, and gratitude to you for coming on. And in this episode, we are, no, my gosh, we're now in the 15th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. And in this episode, specifically pondering, reflecting together on verses 1 through 20. Then Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat. He answered them, And why do you transgress the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? For God commanded, Honor your father and your mother, and He who speaks evil of father or mother, let him surely die. But you say, if anyone tells his father or his mother, what you would have gained from me is given to God, he need not honor his father. So, for the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. You hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the precepts of men. And he called the people to him and said to them, Hear and understand, not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Then the disciples came to him and said, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? He answered, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted will be rooted up. Let them alone. They are blind guides. And if a blind man leads a blind man, both will fall into a pit. But Peter said to him, Explain the parable to us. And he said, Are you also still without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and so passes on? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a man. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. Hmm. Now, to, again, to all children listening, this does not get you off from washing your hands before a meal. <laughs> I don't That's know how. Right. I don't. I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you, Luca, how to, how no, to no. parent your children. <laughs> Preach it. No, they, they all. We all need to wash our hands. Some more than others, yes. multiple times. What is Jesus the master of here, Lucas? If you've been following along this week, you will see a thread weaving through these scriptures. Yes. Uh, Jesus was a master of many things. And with each of these sections of scripture that we 
you know, that we are reflecting on and meditating on talking about, uh, Jesus yet again reveals that he is a master of something. And in this regard, uh, especially in regard, in, in, I guess, in relationship to the Pharisees and the scribes, Jesus reveals that he is the master confronter. Nobody yeah. knows how to confront a situation, to confront conflict, to confront tragedy, you know, that you see throughout the gospel, no matter if it's a, a, a positive situation, a negative situation, if there's a opportunity to confront someone and challenge their faith, challenge what they think, their attitude, their worldview, Jesus does it. And he doesn't just do it, he does it well. He does it as a master would do. And so in this section of scripture, uh, Jesus questioned those who questioned. He accused those who accused. He verified the genuineness of those who were speaking a little falsely. And, yeah. you know, he was, trying to, he was trying to show everyone, are these guys being genuine or are they being hypocrites? Are they being fake? Uh, he wasn't satisfied with reacting, but proactively responding. And so I think he's just, in this, in this passage, the way he confronts the Pharisees, he didn't react to them. Um, he he responded them to them in a proactive way to to let them expose themselves, to let them kind of reveal where they were, and and at the same time teach everyone a valuable lesson on both sides. You know, he he yeah. he you know he still addressed their question, but at the same time he didn't let it just stay focused on the question that they were proposing. And you know, I do this with my kids all the time. Uh, I have one kid that comes up to me. My my son, for example, oftentimes is is very mistreated by his older sister, who's bossing him around constantly. And okay. he will he will run up and say, "Ah, oh, sissy was doing this. Sissy was saying this and that." And and of course, we address the situation and we address we address if she was being bossy. But at the same time, we say, "And how did you react? Did you react with love, or did you yell back at your sister?" And, you know, always trying to, you know, and it, it, I think we, we oftentimes can go back to the Sermon on the Mount. We can go back to judge not lest you be judged. You know, the idea of, you know, sure, there are lots of people with something in their eye, but you've got a log hanging out of your eye. So <laughs> right. maybe yeah. you need to, before you open your mouth and accuse someone or question yeah. someone, you need to really reflect, okay, what, what would I do or what do I do in this situation? And so... Jesus is just so good at confronting not just the Pharisees, but confronting us and making us not just look outward at what everyone else is doing, but look at our own lives and our own faith. Yeah, you know, part of the challenge of this this podcast series for me, um, just speaking honestly, is how to read these passages. Um, I'm and I'm not trying to to like say it the way I think Jesus said it, but maybe kind of. But this right. one was difficult because they they come right out at him. Yeah. Uh, you know, why do your disciples do this? And then there is, you know, th- there is the sense of, you know, for, for they do not wash their hands when they eat. And you, I mean, I'm not saying that he said it this way, but there is that sense of them like kind of bickering like children. And Jesus answering them, and why do you transgress? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that obviously he that yeah. is clearly, I mean, surely not how he said it in real life. But that you get that feeling of, of yeah. they're just kind of going back and forth. But you're, you're right, Lucas. You're absolutely right that he he turns the conversation somewhere else. He brings them to account for their actions 
based on the Torah, based on sacred scripture. Yep. And so holding them, uh, whether he was the son of God or not, you know, saying this is what you preach and yet this is how you act. This is how you live. This Mm -hmm. is what you say in the temple. And, and I, I don't want to let this little line go. Um, There's, there's something here that I want to touch on before I kind of make my little, little point. And, and it, flows i think very much from what you had said and that's jesus's reference to the prophet isaiah mm-hmm. especially that last line of um i mean the whole thing is just so gut-wrenching and chilling the people honor me with their lips but their heart is far from me and immediately mm-hmm. i'm thinking of like every time i have gotten up somewhere or turned on the microphone <laughs> you know yeah. and 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 said things and done things for christ but my heart was in sin or distracted, yep. you know, uh, as you know, sure. Lucas, you know, I, I work in the church and my job is to promote positive worship experiences through music. And so I sit there at the piano and play and it's beautiful. And, and I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about Cracker Barrel. I'm thinking about, <laughs> you know, yes. <laughs> I mean, so, and I, I don't think Jesus is quite calling me out, but here's, here's what really, really terrifies me is that fourth line. In vain do they worship me, okay? Teaching as doctrines the precepts of men. Mm-hmm. And here here we have, a, 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 you know, sort of a, here comes the, the gale uh, long before the wind starts to blow from Ephesians when Paul says, blown about by the winds of false doctrine. And it is truly concerning to me how often I hear preachers at every level adopting as orthodox Christian thought ideas that come forth from the new atheism or uh or from humanism um yeah uh and and meaning no disrespect to women who feel this way but some ideas that issue forth out of feminism as well um that that are contrary to the gospel not that god doesn't love women that's not in question don't even know why i even mentioned it now i gotta dig myself out of the hole i'm teasing i'm gonna move on but but you but you hear these things and and th- and this is I mean doesn't Isaiah like give us the 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 series of events? You honor me with your lips. Your heart isn't in it. Your worship means nothing, and you teach whatever you want. Yeah, you know, uh, and that's that should terrify us. But uh, but there's this one little question in there. <laughs> it's funny that they asked it. I, I mean, it's not funny, but again, this was like, how am I going to read this? And, uh, and that's when, uh, verse 12, then the disciples came to him and said, do you know? <laughs> yes, I love this that part. That the Pharisees were offended when they heard what you said, Jesus? You know? Like straight out of middle school. Yeah. Like, just like, <laughs> like, oh my goodness, did, you made them angry. <laughs> it's like, come on, really? <laughs> oh my gosh. And, and, uh, and he, and I mean, you know, obviously Matthew gives us a real nice response, but yeah. I think... I think in the end, actually, you you said it. I, I'm gonna just riff on what you said. This is the genuineness of the gospel, and also its toxicity. Yeah. When when uh, in in the best sense, but in that sense of Jesus being such a toxic figure in world history, much less religion. But mm-hmm. here we have him saying, every plant which God didn't plant in the ground is gonna be shaken and uprooted. Uh, the whole world will be shaken and dumped upside down. And that's the truth of the gospel being so fierce that nothing can stand in its wake. 
And yep. and so I'm I'm drawn to that reality of who Jesus is. Not only is his name the name to which all nations and peoples and kings and powers will bow, but it's the word of God that will, yes, uproot and shake up the whole world. Now, I say that, Lucas, and, and I want you to, to weigh in on this. I say that, and I'm using this very nice language, and look at me. I know, I, you know I'm putting words together successfully like humans do, but <laughs> it does feel distant because it seems so vast. You know, um, every plant that my father has not planted, you know. But I'm looking inside of my life and trying to identify the places where the word of God is is shaking me, where there is not just a little tremor, but a great upheaval. Right. As Jesus wages his campaign of righteousness in my life um, to win me back from darkness and to help me walk in the way of holiness. Mm-hmm. Please, your thoughts. Well, I think, you know, what you're alluding to is is such... It's such a point that we need to not just focus on for the sake of the Scripture and what, what Christ is telling the people of that time, but what he's telling us is yes. that it's not, it's not enough to avoid evil. It's not enough to put all of our energy into making sure we don't sin. It's about what we allow to, you know, to come through our lives, like the good that we do. Uh, or who. Or, who or, we allow. Or who we allow, I, exactly. I don't who, want to say it. Who but we allow true. to be around our yeah. lives? Exactly. It's 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 just it's it's not just about okay. Let's not make sure we get our our holy shirt dirty, our our pa- our pastor, our priest clothes dirty. It's about <laughs> right. what what we're doing because we wear those clothes. You know, who are yeah. we associated with? Who are we not yeah. associated with? You know, it's so much more complicated. Not in a mm. bad way, but complicated in a way that we can't. You know, uh, going back to. To Peter walking on the water, we can't do it alone, and so we have yes. to we have to ask for help. We have to seek wisdom uh, through prayer and through the Word. We have to be planted in the Word and planted in Christ, uh, connected to that, you know, uh, abiding in that root, you know, so that when we are turned upside down, we will hold on because yes. Christ has planted us. God has planted us within mm. His Word. Amen, man. Thank you for that. That's uh, outstanding. Yes. And hey, thank you out there for listening to Journey Through the Gospels with the Catholic Forge. Thank you especially, uh, A, if you've made it this far into this week's content. And two, if you happen to come over through Lucas or uh, the Good Morning Guys, uh, we appreciate you being here and giving the Catholic Forge a try. And if you think, oh my gosh, what is this? And you want to hear the rest of it, the other 47 episodes so far, you can find it live on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. All of this week's episodes will post together in a long-form video on our YouTube channel, www.youtube.com slash thecatholicforge on Friday. Thank you for listening, and please join us in our next episode of our journey through the Gospels.